Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's happening, Fantasy Champs? My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. What's up? <laughs> oh God, it's it's week six, and we are we are in. I would say the bottom basement of Thursday night football matchups. And this is where like last week, I don't know if you watched Thursday night football, but um, it was bad. It wasn't a good game. And Al Michaels sounded like the most miserable, crabby Bill Belichickian human being I've ever heard in my life. Like he regretted every single ounce of choosing because, you know, like, Everyone's got to have a Monday night football game, so there's some boring Monday night football games. Everyone's got to have a Thursday night football game, so there's boring Thursday night football games. Sunday nights, that's prime time. You're finishing the week off. There's almost never a boring Sunday night football game. Almost never. They all have interesting impact. They flex those games in. Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth, they used to get those games. Now Al Michaels is on Thursday night football, and he's going to call the Commanders and the Bears live, in action, this he's he's gonna be miserable. It's gonna he's be gonna fun. Show up uh, in the booth with pajamas on. It's literally, literally. Uh, but anyway, today we're gonna do Thursday night football preview uh, and go through the atrocities that some of these lineups are. This should probably be a fifteen-minute show. I'm I'm not even joking. It's it's gonna be really <laughs> short. Um, just because makes up for the last one. Makes up for the last one because this is just pure and pure disgustingness of a matchup. Um, so before we do that, check out our website, fanschampions.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platforms, please leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, like, and comment down below any questions you may have for us. Um, all right, let's, you know, how are you doing, Rick, by the way? How's, how's, how's things going? I'm doing I'm doing all right doing all right um I'm just gonna briefly say that last I was undefeated because we we uh we pick we've been picking Thursday night games at the end of the show and I was undefeated through a couple weeks and um man Russell Wilson not only let me down but uh made me almost sad how bad that game was last week so despite I just want to say despite how bad yeah this matchup looks I think it might be better than last week, just because of how bad the game was last week. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna usually, root for optimism and say we're getting a fun game. If if usually if the teams are bad and everyone spec, expects a bad game, it can be fun. It can be fun. That's what I'm saying. The over under right now thirty eight point five. Tempted to yeah. bet the over on that. Ooh, ooh, feeling risque. The Bears got 22 against the Vikings. I live, in, get 20 I, I live in Massachusetts, the... so I don't get Man. sports betting until 2023. Oh, yeah. I am going to freaking you know smash what, bet the Super Bowl right out of the park if it's ready by then. Holy crap. I'm going to just for some reason my pants. You can, you can do parlays on Sleeper, though. Yeah, I know you can do parlays on Sleeper. I can't do that in New Hampshire. What? Yeah, so anytime... Um, your brother and uh, some of our league mates will ask me to do one. I say I can't because it's illegal in here. I don't know why. I can do every other sports gambling. I'm sorry. I can't do it on sleeper. You can't 
what, can you parlay on on like DraftKings? Yes, I can do it on everything else. I what? just can't do it on Sleeper. Wow, weird. I which is shocking because I we shouldn't be able to sports gamble in Massachusetts, but it's somehow. I know. I don't know why you guys can do it on Sleeper. <laughs> it's a anyway, Um. Yeah, it's kind of BS. Like, uh, that. Like, what are we doing here? Like, you just, sports gambling should be legalized in Massachusetts and in every other it state. It will be. Kind of, this, it should be a federal law. I don't care which side of the aisle can figure it out. Republicans, Democrats, somebody make it legal in the entire <laughs> United States. Then he's a federal law. I'm down. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a pretty boring matchup. I think what makes it more boring for a majority of people is that, like, if you're a Commanders fan, and you're like, yeah! <laughs> Commanders! You're a Bears fan. You're like, I'm ready to be hurt again. Yep. But uh, hey, listen. But you know, so the, the the fans are excited. The fans are exciting. Um, for the rest of us, it's fantasy football output. Right. And um, the... I I don't know. I don't know. Like we'll, we'll go through these games, but I'm not starting anyone. <laughs> Probably not. If the Commanders win, it's whatever. If the Bears win, they're three and three. All right. That's all I'm saying. They win. They're three and three. They're two and three right now. I know, crazy. I hope Justin Fields throws three touchdowns and three hundred. That's what I'm saying. We can, you know, there's faith. Ooh. All right, there's hope. Okay, I like it. Uh, but hey, listen, it is what it is. Um, but we're gonna talk about that. Uh, the Commanders happen to be at the Bears, like Rick said, thirty-eight and a half point over under. So this game, regardless of whether you're betting the over or betting the under, is probably not gonna be a fifty-plus point game between the both of them. I would, uh, I would take very large, like. If this game ends up being like 35-30, I would be stunned. I would I would I would be like this is the greatest game I've ever seen in my life. I I agree and I'm hey, still betting a, the over. I, I have a question before we jump into the Commanders and at the Bears. He's like I'm still betting the over. Um all right, so I I, I can't remember if it's next Thursday or next Monday. I don't know. I can't remember. Uh there's a big game. Maybe it's Sunday night football. Big game. Uh Chiefs play the Bills rematch. Oh, there is there. It's it was like two weeks ago. I saw a commercial for this game, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like they're really hyping this thing up. Um, rightfully so. They're probably going to be the AFC Championship game. I would I would assume. Um, that is this week, and it's a four o'clock game. What the freak? I don't I don't know why it's put not on this prime game time. over there. You know who they have on primetime instead? Who? Um, well, Eagles, Cowboys, Sunday night, that's fine. And then Broncos and Chargers Monday night. We get another Broncos game. Flex it out and and put the Chiefs and Bills in there. What are we doing? Anyway, um, so they're hyping it up. They got a commercial out and the commercial basically was recapping what happened in the playoffs last year. And the, the commercial said it was the greatest playoff game ever. Now, I wanted to ask you, was that the greatest playoff game ever? Yeah, I can think of one example. I can think of a few. <laughs> Not Fair that they just involved the Patriots. I can think of, I was going to say, I could think of one example that uh, Falcons fans would love um, that involves numbers like two, eight, and three. But um, yeah, that, uh, that Super Bowl was probably, I would say, the greatest for me. Um, I don't know. I mean, it was it was a ridiculous was a game, game. But what I will say, it was a divisional game. 
right? It wasn't even like if it, it would, if that was the AFC Championship, yeah, I think it would. Yeah, it would. You right. could make the argument it was the greatest, but because it was divisional, divisional. I don't know. It yeah. just it didn't a, hit the same. But it was a I've ridiculous like, game. Uh, like okay, uh, even like divisional round, you flip over to the NFC. I remember a football game many many moons ago where that same player on the Bills, uh, uh, Stephen Diggs caught a freaking True. touchdown pass that was like was 60 yards and got over yeah. a defender to end the football game like holy crap that was a better foot I, I don't know I'm I think it's one of the best football one of the best playoff games not not if you take Super Bowls out of it I think it's one of the best playoff games ever but I don't think it's the mm-hmm. best so that commercial really I a think little, it's uh, definitely a little interesting I mean yeah it's it's in my top five though yeah yeah definitely um but I think the problem is, is this going to happen every year? Like, might. I'm not. They, every time they change the overtime rules, we're just going to keep going back and forth, tra- trading touchdowns until. <laughs> it's going to be the Chiefs and the Bills trading touchdowns in the playoffs, <laughs> and the NFL going, "We should have just made it sudden death after the first two. Hopefully, somebody can stop somebody this year. Yeah. Um. All right. Should we talk about this? Uh. Probably disaster of a Thursday night game. Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Um, we'll start with the Commanders, because why not? Okay. Um, this is an interesting name. I, it was so funny. I, I tweeted a uh, complete side note about baseball. Baseball playoffs started. A um, couple of really interesting things happening there. Really don't care. But um, the Indians, or not the Indians, The what are they called? The Guardians now? The Guardians. The Guardians, Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy. Yeah, they two games. And like, I, I tweeted out. I said, can I be a bandwagon Cleveland Indians fan? And then I was like, they're not the Indians anymore. I just no. completely took all of my credibility and th- flushed it right down the drain with that one tweet. They probably thought you were like joking in a negative way too by saying that. So like they just shunned you. I know. <laughs> like, like the Cleveland fans. Anyway, so are like mocking their team name, but you just didn't only, know. The only reason why I bring that up is because the Commanders are a different team and honestly they've had so many team names that at this point I don't even remember what, them as so, the Redskins anymore. <laughs> screw, screw uh, Thursday Night Football. What is, <laughs> what's the better team name, Commanders or the Guardians? I don't know. Guardians gives me like Guardians of the Galaxy um, vibe. Yeah, and I don't know that's if it's good or bad. I think of, and I don't know if it's good <laughs> or bad either. I really don't know. I don't mind the Commanders, but I was really hoping for like uh, the Red Hogs or the Presidents. So. I was too. I, I don't screwed. know. Commit like Guardians could be worse, but it could also be better. Like it has more potential of a name. Yeah, Commanders are just kind of like uh, I don't know. It's just so like, eh. Oh well, we got to live with it. I know we do. Yeah, this is one of like the original founding like organizations of the NFL, and um, it feels like an expansion franchise. Now. It does. It, it it really does feel like an expansion team. Love their uniforms though. They look cool. Yeah. The ugly yeah, mustard yellow. They're right. Uh anyway. All right, let's talk about the quarterback. Carson Wentz comes into this game. He's had some he's had some good games. He's had some bad games um on the season. And I, I've said he's he's a streamable asset. Um against are my brain see, I'm already forgetting who they're playing. Uh, this is how the bad bears, this is the bro. Bears thing. Against the Bears. <laughs> this should be a a little bit of an easier matchup for him. So if there's a week that I would be willing to start him, this would be one of them. 
you, you look at his performances yeah. on the season, Jacksonville, Detroit, two easier matchups, 33-31. Tennessee, easier matchup on the season, 24 fantasy points. Against Philly and Dallas, he had 8-10, and 10, so those are tougher ones. Um, so he does have an easier matchup against Chicago, but I hate streaming the Thursday night quarterbacks. I really do. So yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna stay away from Carson Wentz. I'm going to say, no, I don't like him. But if you really, like, there's no one on your way for why and you desperately need a stream quarterback, I don't think Carson Wentz is a horrible way to go. Yeah, he's going to be real gross. By the and way, the he's the QB Carson on the season. Wentz, I know. And the problem with Carson Wentz is he either gets you, like, eight fantasy points. He's like... Mike Williams or Gabe Davis, like one of these like mm-hmm. um, inconsistent receivers, but he's a quarterback, which makes it so much worse. Because <laughs> if he could really get like eight points or like twenty five, and you have no idea, Chicago seems like a good matchup. But it's a Thursday night game. It's in Chicago. Like I don't, I don't know, man. I think there's if there's other options, I would I would go with those options. But um, it, it would depend on like what your team looks like. I think he'll pro- would you rank him as like a top fifteen quarterback this week? Yeah. Yeah, me too. So that so that's like if you're streaming guys, he should definitely be um considered. Maybe like even just outside the top fifteen, but yeah. But that's still like in the streaming range. Um so it depends what your waiver wire looks like. Depends what your team looks like. Um, but I'm not super high on wins this week. Okay, let's play the let's play the merry-go-round of fun. We have Gibson, J.D. McKissick, Brian Robinson. Rick, are eh. you starting Gibson? Eh. McKissick. Eh. Brian Robinson. Eh. All right, so because we're not starting anyone in the running back backfield, what are you looking for in this game from the backs for Washington? Um. Oh, my gosh, dude. I, I want to see a little bit more of um, one guy kind of taking the role. Is see if that's possible. Some clarity. Um, some clarity, yeah. But I don't think I'm going to see that because even if one guy does well, I think Ronda Hare is going to just – like let's say Gibson has a 20-yard run. I think they'll just go right back to Brian Robinson next drive and give him work. But it would also be the same vice versa. Mm-hmm. If Brian Robinson does good, I, I don't think they're just going to throw Gibson to the side. Like I think they'll still use him. Um, and then McKissick will always be there for his um, presence in the locker room and his pass-catching ability. So he's he's gonna get four or five targets and get one carry, and Gibson's gonna get four or five targets you know, and the, five carries, and then Brian Robinson's gonna have zero targets, but he'll get ten carries. Gibson will probably play the role, um, similar to early season Travis Etienne. Yes, like yeah. seven, eight carries, four targets, three catches. You know, ten, eleven, twelve touches. So it might be like a flex worthy play um at you know the bottom Maybe. basement of your Yeah, lineup, so it, but I was like going to ask like not anything that is like super worthy. Whereas McKissick and Brian Robinson at this point have zero like zero fantasy value to me at this point. Like I like Robinson as like an upside like okay, if this guy takes over the backfield like Rick said, get some clarity on Thursday night, mm-hmm. he gets you know, 15, 16 carries and maybe one or two catches. And, you know, it, it's it's his backfield and he has a good game. Then, yeah, obviously yep. you want that roster him before it happens. But as far as, like, start-worthy start performances, Brian Robinson should no be nowhere near your lineup for this yeah. game or in the near future until he shows you that he can perform. I was going to ask, like, 
So if you had to start one, you're starting Gibson. Yes, I would too. I would say with Brian Robinson though, because he's feels like he's going to be getting majority of the work on the ground. Mm-hmm. It also means he's going to get the goal line carries. So okay. like I could see a week where he gets like 10 carries and 40 yards, which isn't anything good, but then he gets a touchdown yep. and he gets double digit fans points because of that. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not started by Robinson until he um, takes control of that backfield if he ever does. So for now it's Gibson, but I don't want to start Gibson either. Yeah. And I'm with you. I I'm looking for clarity in this backfield to see what's happening um, as we move forward. But uh, talking about some of the wide receivers, we have some interesting guys. I haven't heard any news on Jahan Dotson. Um, he, um, he, his injury was one to two weeks, and I'm pretty sure because it's a Thursday night game. The last I heard that he was not going to play this week. Okay, so we're let's let's just operate under the assumption that Jahan Dotson's not going to be there. Okay, um, Duwami Brown this week had a no. really big performance. Um, he wasn't even on our waiver wire show. I don't have any interest in Duwami Brown. Um, no. we know Jahan Dotson's coming back. Uh, I don't maybe think a secret dynasty stash though. Yes, dynasty stash, taxi spot. So that leaves two guys: T Mac, Terry McLaurin, um, Curtis Samuel, and Samuel has been good to start the season in some aspects. Mm. Um, I haven't heard his name lately. So has there been a decline, or what's going on with Curtis? Yeah, there's been a decline, but he's still been pretty decent and he's still getting a lot of targets um first two weeks he was amazing because he had the touchdowns but now he's not getting touchdowns he hasn't had a touchdown since week two but he Mm -hmm. still had eight targets this week six catches um 12 fantasy points he's still a good flex i think um i think uh fantasy pros had him ranked as like wide receiver 20 something late 20s so he's still a good flex um but he's not you know he's not a wide receiver one, which we knew that, but um, he's he's still a decent. He's getting more targets than I think McLaurin, so that's kind of concerning. Yeah, um, I mean he was brought in to play a specific role mm-hmm. for this team, and and he obviously got hurt last year and couldn't uh, fulfill that obligation. And now this year he comes in and they just threw him right back in that role. So, um, you know. Do you are you interested in flexing him this week against Chicago? Curtis Samuel. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind it. Um, especially okay. with Dotson out, I think the Dewami Brown two touchdowns is a fluke. So if Carson Wentz throws a touchdown, it's probably going to go to McLaurin or Samuel. So mm-hmm. I I would start him. I think he's he's going to have a, a decent week. Uh, I'm not expecting 20 points again, but a good flex. Yeah, um, and then you have Terry McLaurin, um, who is. Obviously, the wide receiver one for the team. Um, I don't think he is like an automatic start on a week-to-week basis, Terry McLaurin, even though some people might disagree with that. I think that he probably needs to be like considered based on matchup. Um, I hate Thursday night football. I don't think this like Chicago matchup is that great for Curtis Samuel or Terry McLaurin, so I'm not excited about it. But um, if you need to start, you can start Terry McLaurin. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I view it the same way. I think he's a good flex. Uh, he has been very disappointing, though. You know, in our first five weeks of the season, Curtis Samuel has led the team in targets every single week, which you could look at that as positive for Curtis Samuel. You could also look at it for negative for Terry McLaurin. He has not led the team in targets yet this season, wow. um, which is super disappointing to me for someone who's been a McLaurin guy the last couple of years and always liked the player. But it 
I feel like I'm kind of out on him now. But I, I do think this week against Chicago is actually good because, again, the Jahan Dotson thing and Dwami Brown will not have two touchdowns again. So, if Car- like I said, if Carson Wentz does have a touchdown, chances are it's going to be McLaurin or Samuel. So I, I would definitely still start him this week at my flex, but tamper your expectations. Yep. Uh, and then is there any tight ends you want to talk about? Logan Thomas is probably no. I think Logan Thomas one, is injured, he's, so he's not suiting up. Uh, I don't think he's going to suit up this week. Might yep. be questionable before the game, but check check injury reports and and stuff like that as you're going into the week. Um, I don't like Logan Thomas though this week. Or, I don't either. Or, um, all right, let's move to the other side of the matchup, which is the Chicago Bears, and that would be a one. Justin Fields at quarterback. Hey. Love Justin Fields. Bears are such a Even classic he's franchise, been, too. Yeah. Love them. I know. Love the Bears. Um, Wouldn't it be great if he was good? First of all, it's finally a good quarterback, not in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Right? And then it's also like the Bears. Like it's a historic franchise it'd be great if they were good, in the yeah. nfc it, it's just good for us you know as patriots fans too that we get a quarterback i really wanted NFC him to good. go into lambo and just rip aaron Rodgers' drawers off but it didn't happen yeah, so. it didn't happen and ever since then i've been kind of like all right but uh justin fields had a good week last week um like i said on the waiver show i, I want to pick him up this week i like him but i don't mm-hmm. like um this matchup for him. So I, and I don't not, not really the matchup against the commanders. I mean, they do have some good things defensively that they go to, um, but it's not really the commanders that I'm worried about. It's more or less Justin Fields that I'm worrying about because there have been, Oh, and Washington's been a good matchup this year. Forgive me. Um, So that makes it a little more difficult to say what I'm about to say. It's but still he's had the last, has not had more than the last seventeen phase points. The last two weeks he's had twenty two and twenty one pass attempts. Um, you, you have to start against these easier matchups like Washington, like Miami, Detroit, Atlanta, who've been giving up a lot of fantasy points. You he has they have to start throwing it more. They have to start figuring out how to throw the ball more. Get Justin Fields more comfortable, and see if he can kind of have some good games. Um, but like I said, I, I'm willing to roster him. I don't want to start him until I see it. It's similar to the other side where we figure out what's going on with, you know, Brian Robinson and, and Antonio Gibson and all those guys. Um, but yeah, so I'm not starting Justin Fields, but I'm rooting for him. Yeah, I'm rooting for him, but definitely not starting him. All right. Uh, running backs, we got Monty, who has been out. Khalil Herbert, who has replaced him. Um, did Monty return or is he, he still out? He did. He returned and had a um eighteen a good week fantasy wise. One point six seven fantasy points. I mean uh yards per carry, not fantasy points. One point six seven yards per carry. Not good. Really gross. Yeah, so but he had four targets, four catches for sixty two yards. So I think Montgomery is is um, is startable this week. I think he's a he's a good uh, RB two or high end flex. Um, I think he's fine against Washington. Um, so I would I would play him as far as Herbert is concerned or anyone else in that running game. Without Dave Montgomery not being out, none of them are worthy of of a player a start or consideration of even being on the roster. I think Herbert might even be a high end uh, handcuff for uh, Montgomery, but that's about it. Uh, Yeah, I would agree. Um, Montgomery, I'm not... 
I'm not like thrilled about him. He is what he is, but uh, decent matchup, good flex, um, and could have a good week. And then Herbert, yeah, he's irrelevant. It feels like with Montgomery there. Yeah. Um, some of the wide receivers, uh, they have a lot of wide receivers on their team that are trash. Yeah. We got two practice squatters, three guys on IR, and six receivers on the op, on the on the, the depth chart. Vellis Jones, Emir, um, Emir Smith Marset, who Byron Pringle, uh, gross Dante Pettis, and then Equanimous St. Brown. Gross. Uh, all of these guys are, are nobodies. I like if you if you play fantasy football and you don't keep up with like the NFL, uh, and and you don't follow the teams' rosters, and you saw these guys' names, you would still not know who they are, even if you played fantasy. They football. honestly. I mean, how many of those guys even make NFL rosters on other teams? I don't even know. I don't, I can't like, think. Wasn't of Dante worse, Pettis like off the streets? I can't think of a worse like wide receiving core in the NFL. It is so horrible. And there's some pretty bad ones out there. Yeah, the, it's, Packer, it's the Packers really have one of them, and and the the Packers make make it look like they have um, an now, all pro say, wide receiver group Fields, compared to the Bears. Fields has. A far better wide receiver weapon than Rodgers does in Darnell Mooney. I think so too. But yeah. outside of that, the next like four guys I would oh choose are on the Packers. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. But anyway, so Mooney is the only guy um, for the Chicago yep. Bears, and you know th- there was we were Mooney guys. We were. Sorry. I was a big Mooney guy. We were big Mooney people. Because we thought they were going to pass the football more. And I, I think it's not Mooney sucking. It's not the Bears' offense being bad. It's the fact that the Bears just haven't thrown the ball. I mean, they are they are straight babying like Justin Fields right now. They're, I will they say are making hey, sure that Justin pass- Fields don't like doesn't throw the ball. But yeah. you've seen since week one and two, you know, Mooney have – like three and two in weeks one and two to now where he's getting, you know, six targets, five targets, five targets. Now, like I guarantee you, if you, if you went into his numbers and you looked at his, um, his overall team, like target share, it's oh yeah it's right like now it's 25 close to 30 percent. It's close. Yeah. To, it's 25% right now. And yep. that's number 25 in the, in the NFL. So he's getting like you want it to be between twenty five and thirty percent the target share rate, um, yep. And that's where his is. The problem is, is they don't throw it over thirty times a game. They throw it. They haven't thrown it. They throw haven't thrown it over twenty two times. Now on this here's the problem with with this though, is they have the last two weeks called a decent amount of passing plays. Fields will run or get sacked a lot. <laughs> he yeah. gets sacked. I think just as, and it's not his fault. The offensive line is horrible, but like he gets sacked a lot. And then sometimes he'll scramble and make something happen. I think this, the touchdown run that he had was a pass play called, Mm -hmm. but he scrambled and turned into a a huge touchdown. So they only ran the ball 16 times on design runs for the running backs this week. So it's not like they're, they've been as in the beginning of the year, they were definitely babying him though. Yeah. Um, but like last week, it didn't feel like they were as much. It's just, yeah, this is kind of how it is. They still need to, they um, still need to call more pass plays. And I think that's the thing is like, even if they do, yeah, even, even if he's, you know, running out of some of those or, 
they're you know it's still not enough it's it's like right now on the season so far their pass to run ratio has been 39 percent pass to 61 percent run it's been absurdly like it's just not good it's so to me i look at this as a situation where they need to get him up to at least 30 pass attempts to 35 pass attempts a game if that happens darnell mooney will be in the 9 10 target sharing we weren't wrong about mooney in terms of them utilizing him the way that they are and he is a good it's player the fact that they're just, just not throwing the fancy points are just so if they yeah. threw it more, I think I think Mooney would be there. But uh, it's, you know, this is just—it's not good for anybody in this Mooney camp. Now, uh, as far as this game goes, like, what are you doing with Darnell Mooney? I'm not starting. Yeah, I am I'm not, not starting, starting Darnell starting Mooney. Either. Yeah, I'm not starting. It's not. Either. I'm not even considering anyone else. I'm out. Um. So I would sit him this week. Um, and root for him to have success because I like Darnold. Yeah, I will continue to root for him and uh, the next guy we're going to talk about, but I don't think they're going right. to do anything. Final guy, Cole Komet. Um, he has also been getting uh, an interesting, usually you want to see like around 18% um, like target share percentage for uh, tight ends. Mm-hmm. He's been getting around 12%, um, 12 mm-hmm. to 13%. Uh, he's Much lower than... Yeah, I thought he would get. Uh, he is, he is, you know, uh, participating on eighty-five percent, um, of snaps running routes. So, like, he's out there, he's doing things. He's just not, uh, you know, should he join the all cardio team with Allen Robinson? Um, yeah, four four targets this week, four catches, four targets. Yeah, so I, I do like I do like Cole Komet, but um, he's probably not even on like rosters at this point he's on he's not on teams no yeah so uh i would just keep an eye on him but uh, like the bears right now uh outside of montgomery they have zero like startable fantasy assets <laughs> yeah i'm because, rooting for cole Komet as well because i have a lot of best ball leagues unfortunately yeah. but there's the there's this thursday night football game that's just abysmal I hope all the hate is approved wrong and Fields throws three touchdowns. Oh my god, I would I would sweat. If Fields just rips apart the field and rips the commanders to pieces, I would sweat. Uh alright, there you go. We got starts and sits and trade targets later in the week. See you later, guys. See you. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.